Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another app of the Fit and Free Potty. Oh, I'm so excited about today's episode, but first I just want to give you guys a little bit of a life update. I'm super stoked because we just had closed the enrollment for the Fit and Free Academy for this round. And if you guys don't know, the Fit and Free Academy is literally the one-stop shop that's going to help you get the body that you desire without ever having to stress about calories, thinking about food ever again. So I'm so excited and welcoming all the amazing women that have joined in this round. I only open the doors for the Academy four times a year because the way that I run it is with a group because there is one thing doing this stuff, AKA working on your body composition, working on your food, new exercise, your mindset, all of the things, like it's one thing doing it on your own, But when you're doing it in a group of women who are all going through the same thing, who can support each other and bring each other up, you all of a sudden, you think that you're alone in all of it. And then all of a sudden you realize you're absolutely not. You are absolutely so normal. There is nothing wrong with you. And when you realize that everyone else is going through this same shit, it's so much easier to open up and to be honest with how you're truly feeling. So I'm super excited about this round. These girls are going to absolutely kill it. And it's like, uh, I'm so grateful that I get to guide boss babe women who are dedicated, who are driven, who are committed to reaching their goals. Like, it's just like, it's always a pinch me moment to being like, holy shit, like, this is my job. I get to help people do this. So it's so amazing. In terms of my life update at the moment, besides that, is I've just been chilling, to be honest. I've just been living the slow life down in the south coast of New South Wales. And I am really, like, there's a part of me that, like, is missing traveling a lot and it's I'm missing you know going to cute cafes every weekend and like you know walking the streets of Amsterdam and all the things but at the same time I've actually been enjoying the slower pace life um, because it's really teaching me more about myself to be honest it's really forcing me to really look at what I like to do and what are my hobbies and learning how to enjoy my any moment anywhere because I definitely used to live in a pattern of in the past and being like, I would always be like, oh, I would always blame my external circumstances into reasons why I wasn't happy. When in reality, when we know ourselves and when we know, you know, what lights us up and when we have hobbies and when we are regularly managing our stress and when we're, you know, proactively putting an effort into these things, it doesn't matter where you are. There's always, you're always going to be able to find happiness if you're willing to put in the effort. And that's the thing. It's like people, and I I used to do this myself, right? I used to blame my external circumstances. I used to be like, oh, it's because of this, because of that, because of this. But in the end of the day, we can always find a way to actually fulfill our human needs in a positive way, regardless of where we're at. 
So that's something that I've definitely been learning here because my life has completely changed, um, which was intentional, right? Like I wanted to come to a more slow paced living situation because I was just getting burnt out trying to travel and run a business at the same time. But with that being said, it's, um, yeah, it's learned a lot more. But in, in the same time, I've built this emotional intelligence to actually be able to like actually reflect in on my past experiences and why I wasn't happy in certain situations. And that's because I was such a victim to my external circumstances. I was always blaming something else instead of being able to take responsibility for my own happiness, basically. So that's been really good. So what I've been doing here at home is just really reflecting on is like, what are the things that really do bring me joy? Because I can reflect back on my life for a really long time is I found so much happiness in the identity of being fit, (laughs) of being the fit one, of being like really into health and fitness. But at the same time, that kind of destroyed my any sort of concept of self because that was the only thing that I would be thinking about. That's the only thing that I would do. And then I reflect back on that. And it's just like, well, that's not really who I am. That's who I thought I needed to be in order to be someone. So that has really got me thinking in terms of like, I'm going through this phase at the moment where I'm like really shifting and evolving into like this growth period again, in terms of, well, who am I actually? (laughs) What do I actually really like to do? And this is something that's definitely been an evolution over time, because I remember going through this initially when I first had to break up with my fitness identity, when I was, you know, working on getting my period back, which when I was 26, for context, I turned 30 in like a month and a bit, which I'm super excited about. Um, But it's that constant iteration of really finding our feet and finding who we are. And it sounds really cliche, right? And if there's anyone listening to me who's older than me, they're probably like rolling your eyes. But it's that same thing. It's being able to like really slow down and really reflect on how we're feeling and how we've been navigating our life through every experience that we've been through. Are we actually, you know, taking the time to reflect in on um, our how we were showing up every single day? And, you know, you can always be a victim to any sort of circumstance or you can take responsibility in order to change it. And that's something that I've been really anchoring into. So the things that I've been doing to really, really like ultimately, again, learn myself, learn about, learn who I am at a deeper level is... And like I said, there's iterations of this, right? So I went through it when I was getting my period back and now I'm going, I feel like I'm going through it again because I just feel like this is something that's, it's going to be a never ending story, right? And I'm actually really happy about that. Like if I'm not changing, if I'm the same person I am right now in five years, shoot me. <laughs> because I honestly believe then that we're not actually then putting time into our growth. We're not putting time into evolving. We're not putting time into learn, like understanding our blind spots, our limitations, and therefore not taking any radical responsibility in order to change them. 
So what I've been doing of late is I've found my new hobby right now and that's scrapbooking. It's actually so fun and it actually brings me so much energy and so much joy in terms of scrapbooking in and around past experiences, scrapbooking in and around like my vision board and what 2024 is going to look like, but then also being strategic in terms of and intentional. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast, that's my word of the year, being intentional in terms of like scrapbooking in and around the areas of my business that I want to improve on around my health, right? Doing specific things. And because I am such a visual person and I know this is not going to resonate for everyone because not everyone likes to see pictures all the fucking time. Like I do is utilize understanding myself as a person and knowing what my strengths are and what I like to do. And then utilizing them to bring me more happiness and more joy in my life. Again, just going through another growth phase and I'm excited about it. (laughs) Um, And the reason why I tell you guys is that, you know, I used to be the type of person that would just be so fixated on things needing to be a certain way in a specific moment, like really being honed in on day to day. When in reality, it's we're not going to be able to see a result after two weeks. And if we get fixated on change happening immediately, then we're never going to be able to remain consistent, which is the key to being successful um, over longer periods of time. So that's really what I've been able to reflect on is utilizing this moment of growth for me and realizing that you know, I'm going through a growth phase in terms of really just figuring out who I am again and again and again. Um, But I know now that it's like, I'm always thinking about more long-term now. I'm always thinking about the long-term game rather than just, you know, day-to-day. Because if I was just focusing on day-to-day and going through this phase right now of like, well, who the fuck am I? Um, I would be very hard on myself, especially if I allowed any perfectionism traits that I once had come out and make it mean all the reasons why I'm not good enough. So it's about surrendering for me right now. It's just about surrendering into peace and surrendering to my season of where I'm at and just really leaning, being more intentional and just really leaning into the things that are really, really bringing me so much joy. So with that all being said, it's actually a perfect segue into today's episode because again, we're talking about blind spots and this is the third episode of the series. And guys, I'm absolutely loving your feedback from these episodes. So please, please, please keep DMing me on Instagram. And guys, if you haven't taken the time yet, if you are loving these episodes or just loving the podcast in general, can you please, please, please quickly um, take the time to either just do a, a star review or a written review because this is the only way that my podcast is going to grow because I'm not doing ads. I'm not working with anyone in it. It all comes through organic, either writing a review or sharing it on your Instagram story. So I would love it if you could do either one of those things just as a value exchange, because a lot of time and energy does go into creating these podcasts from, you know, the planning to the executing to the editing. (laughs) There's a lot that goes in on behind the scenes. So as a value exchange, I would greatly appreciate it if you could take that time to either write the review or share it on your IG story. So let's jump into the episode. So if you haven't listened to the first two blind spot episodes, please go back and listen to those because they're going to give you so much more context in terms of this series as a whole. Um, But just as a quick intro, 
for the blind spots, just as a reminder, a blind spot, what it is. It's anything that you're currently unaware of that is currently limiting you or blocking your growth. These can be unconscious behaviors, patterns, or beliefs, okay? We can experience blind spots everywhere in our life, both personally, in our health, nutrition, exercise, our business, or our mindset, right? They come up everywhere. It's literally something that's cock blocking us from getting to where we need to be, and we don't realize that it is blocking us, basically. So as the name suggests, they're blind. So they're not in our conscious awareness yet right? This is the difference between people who grow and people who don't, right? It's the difference between people who reach their body composition goals or their fitness goals, their nutrition goals, and the ones that don't. So the ones that aren't successful are being, they're able to remain open to seeing their blind spots. Because what this means is that you're open to also seeing your limitations and therefore removing, changing, or overcoming them right? If you're not willing to change, if you're not willing to look at a limitation, you can see how much of a cock block that is going to be to your growth, right? Whilst it's easy to say we want to uncover blind spots, the reality is for most people, seeing them can be like a massive, huge hit to the ego. (laughs) And I want you to think about it like this. It's that whole concept of getting feedback, say, like receiving negative feedback and things that you need to improve of yourself can be quite difficult, especially when we tie a lot of our worth and value in things needing to be good. If things needing to be perfect, it can sting a lot when someone reflects back a blind spot to being like, well, you have to do this, 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 this is your limitation. You haven't, you're not good at this yet, all the things. So if you haven't built that emotional intelligence to not make it mean something about yourself, if you still sitting there being like, well, that person just told me my nutrition was incorrect, that I didn't do this exercise, right? You can go two ways, right? You could go make it mean all the reasons why you're shit and why you're not going to see a result. Or you can make it mean, okay, cool. Thank you so much for pointing out that limitation for me. Now I know that I can improve on it right? Instead of making it mean something about ourselves, like I'm shit, we can utilize it as our greatest growth. Can you see how it can go both ways? And you can see how people are not ultimately cock-blocking themselves because they're not willing to see the things that they haven't mastered yet because they take it personally. So one thing I want you guys to start practicing and taking away from this podcast episode today, stop taking shit personally. It's not about you. It's just, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not shit. You just haven't built the skill yet. Because if you're willing to do what's actually required to transcend things or even actively working on it repeatedly, then you're going to be more successful than most people, right? This is this whole piece of being triggered by your body image, for example. And then it's the difference to be able to be like just self-soothing it. And then like maybe you go to food or maybe you numb out and you go shopping or maybe you um, go watch a TV show and just completely um, numb out and not acknowledge the feeling and then just move on versus looking at why your body image got triggered. What's actually going on there? What's going on at a deeper level in terms of 
What are you making that then mean about yourself? Where are you tying your worth and value to your body? Where have you learned that your body needs to look a certain way in order for you to be enough? Like where did your body image story come from? Where did you learn these things? What is your body trying to protect you from? Like there are so many layers, right? And this is something that I teach heavily inside the Fit and Free Academy. And this is it. It's like you can actually transcend this stuff when you actually start looking at it, right? Or you can be you know, living this life of like getting triggered, like, you know, but then not willing to see the blind spot and soothe and just go about your day. Like you can see the difference there, how someone is absolutely going to grow and how someone is not. So this stuff is so, so huge. And hence the reason why I'm doing like a whole big massive series on this. So the blind spot that we're actually going to be talking to today is the whole idea of people thinking that they need to lose weight. They need to be in a calorie deficit to get the body that they want. Because it's so often that women come to me and they have a body composition where they're quote unquote skinny fat, where their body fat percentage is higher than their muscle mass. So whenever they lose weight, they are still not happy with their body composition because they're still flabby. They're not lean and toned. And the reason why this is happening for 85% of women is because they think they need to lose weight in order to be fit, athletic and toned. And this is the whole thing that I spoke about in terms of how to go from skinny fat to a tone fit gym girl in the masterclass that I ran. It's that whole concept of people are literally not understanding that if they lose weight, they're not necessarily going to have the body that they want. So I want to explain to you guys how this can play out in terms of the three lenses that we've been speaking about every single week. And when I refer to this, it's like how people are seeing this and how people are playing this out. So for the first one, it's blaming that external circumstance, right? Blaming that external circumstance to why they don't have the result. So as an example for this one is, so people thinking they need to lose weight and to be in a calorie deficit to get the body they want, but it's not working for them. It's not working. So what they're thinking and then believing is things like, it's my metabolism. I'm the problem. It's my genetics. I'm just big boned, right? They're utilizing these external circumstances to why they don't have the result. But in reality, why they don't have the result is because they're doing the wrong thing to get to the result that they want. But because that's the blind spot, they're not seeing that. They're then utilizing their external circumstances to why they are not successful. Okay, it's my metabolism. My metabolism is slowed down. It just won't work for me. I've tried everything and so it's me. It's my body composition. I just don't believe it's possible for me. Right? And again, I want you guys to be reflecting in on. It's like, are you doing any of these things? Are any of these things resonating for you? And are any of these currently a limitation for you guys? And it's just like, I always say, like, how fucking powerful is that? And be like, shit, yeah. I'm so glad that this was brought into my attention. And instead of going down into a shame spiral, being like, oh my God, I've just spent so long doing the wrong thing. I wish I did this five years ago. Like all the stories. But what we're doing in that moment is you're giving your power away. How unpowerful is that? 
Right? Imagine if you were then being able to like, fuck yeah, sick, cool. Now I need to know. I need to stop fucking doing cardio. And I need to stop eating low calories all the time. And I need to start getting strong, lifting weights, eating enough protein, eating enough food, stop eating in a calorie deficit all the fucking time. And then like, you know, living your best life, right? It's such an important skill to be able to develop. So moving on to the next one is people utilize their past experiences to dictate the future. So going back into that lens, to use an example here, it's this whole story of, you know, they're focusing on the wrong thing, but then they're saying things like, well, I lost weight in the past when I was in a calorie deficit and therefore I should do it again. So what do people do, right? It's like they do the cardio and they do the low calories and then they get to this point where they are stuck and struggling. But so what do they do? They're like, well, this has worked for me in the past, but without even thinking like, did it actually work in a sustainable way? But I saw the scale go down. So therefore that must be the way to do it. So then they will repeat the mistake again because it worked in the past without actually thinking through the consequences of what actually happened last time in terms of, well, what happened last time when I ate low calories and did cardio? Well, yeah, it worked for like, you know, six weeks, but then rules were relaxed. I got busy. I stopped doing so much exercise. All of a sudden I put the weight back on and in more often times the weight that comes back on is a lot from body fat. Because we know doing low calories and cardio is a recipe for losing muscle, downregulating our metabolism, right? So we lost muscle, we downregulated our metabolism, sure, the scale went down, but then when the rules are relaxed, because we lost muscle and because we downregulated our metabolism, when we just start eating more and moving less again, everything comes back as fat gain really, really easily, right? So this is the problem in terms of, again, not understanding that blind spot of actually the belief of if I I need to lose weight in order to get the body that I want, they're just jumping on, I'm going to call it shiny object syndrome. And the reason I do that is because I used to do that. I was like, well, this has worked for me before. This has worked for me before. That means I should do it. (laughs) When in reality, if you're just doing the same thing that has caused the mistake in the first place and caused you not to get a sustainable result, then it's like, why? Why do we do this? <laughs> um, okay, amazing. And then moving on to the third lens of how people play these out is looking at things through a problem frame instead of an opportunity frame. So a really solid example of this one is, again, we the blind spot being thinking I need to lose weight to reach the body that I want. But because we're not aware of that, what it could come out as is people are saying, my metabolism is so slow. It's impossible for me to lose weight, right? We're looking at life through a problem lens instead of an opportunity lens. So how we look at it is it's that problem. It's like, no matter what I do, my body just doesn't burn calories efficiently. No matter how much cardio I do, I'm not getting the result that I want. It's problem, 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 problem. Instead, what we need to learn how to do is look at these things through an opportunity lens. So what this looks like, it's instead of being like, my metabolism is so slow, it's impossible for me to lose weight. What it can be like, well, it's okay, cool how is this an opportunity? How can we look at it? If, if my metabolism is slow, then what can I do to bump it up? What can I do to upregulate my metabolism? 
And there is ways of upregulating your metabolism if you have downregulated it through undereating and overexercising, right? The body is adaptive. So if it's gone down, it can go up. So how did it go down? Low calories exercise. How do we make it go up? Strength training and eating more food. <laughs> and that's the power of it. It's like when we can start looking at all of these things through a opportunity lens to being like, well, far out. How can I? How can I do this? How can I make a result? How can I? Instead of I can't, I can't, I can't because of X, Y, and Z. <laughs> because as Niels Willemars, my partner, is constantly teaching me on a day-to-day and fuck, it frustrates me sometimes. He always is able to look at a problem as an opportunity because he will be, he's that guy, right? That's like always, there's always a way. There's always a way to do anything, (laughs) which is at the same time, because like, again, like I don't want to hear it sometimes, but there is so much power in that because he's like, well, how can we make this work? How, how can we do that? How can we find a way Because at the end of the day, and he's completely right, like if you want to achieve anything in your life, you can make it happen, but you have to take the responsibility and stop looking at everything as a fucking problem and actually start being a victim to the circumstance or utilizing past experiences or um, looking at life as a through such a problem lens into being able to be stand strong in your power, be able to make powerful decisions and trust your own conviction to be able to take the responsibility that you need to achieve the thing that you want. Because it is absolutely possible when you allow yourself to believe that it's possible and then act accordingly to do that. So my loves, I hope you enjoyed this episode and gave you a little bit of insight again to, you know, our mindset and why we're thinking certain things and why we might not being able to follow through or get a body that we want. Thank you for being here. I love you always. And I will see you guys next week. The number one challenge that all my clients face before we start working together is a lack of clarity on how much and what to eat to lose weight. Often they are making two huge mistakes, constantly trying to skip meals or eat under 1600 calories. Secondly, only allowing themselves bad foods like chocolate on the weekend, but end up binging all to tell themselves they're gonna start again on Monday. If you feel like you have tried every diet under the sun, still can't figure out what to eat to achieve your weight loss goals take my free two minute quiz you can find the link in the show notes down below and it will help you figure out exactly what you're doing wrong with your nutrition and exercise and exactly what to do to fix it so that you can finally be confident in your body and achieve your weight loss goals